0: welcome to the fitness ethos podcast i'm john mcneil and i use my knowledge of fitness psychology philosophy and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. Today, I want to talk why training like your favorite athlete is a waste of time. So I want to be clear that training like an athlete is a good thing, and what I mean by that is... Training in different ranges of motion, using your whole body, getting in, in, just getting in different positions than you typically would when you're doing your typical bench, squat, deadlift, bicep curl, whatever the hell. So when I'm thinking athletic movements, I'm thinking you know like multi-directional stuff. I'm thinking stuff that uses your like your your muscle. you running. You know you may be swinging something. You may be throwing something. And let me be clear, those are fundamental human movements that we should all be able to do. Now, we shouldn't—we don't necessarily need to be perfect at them. I don't expect you to be able to throw a football like Tom Brady. But it is an important skill to be able to throw something or carry something or, you know, do multiple different things. Like I'm thinking of like something in tennis where... You may be lunging to the side and then twisting your body and swinging a racket. Like, you can't mimic that with a squat. It's completely different. So I want to be clear that that is a fantastic way to train. And you should do things like that to improve your movement ability or your ability to, you know, perform whatever sport you're doing, which I'm assuming at this point is probably rec league. So like, yeah, are there things you can do to get better at sand volleyball or your beer softball league? Yes, athletic movements are great for that. There are some things you can do to improve that. But when I say you shouldn't train like your favorite athlete, I mean, you shouldn't train like your favorite athlete. Like I think of someone like, okay, let's give the example of, I'll, I'll provide a couple examples here. One that I think of is Bo Jackson, because he's widely regarded as the greatest athlete of all time. And these are going to take kind of two sides of, a, of the same coin. So Bo Jackson, I I was watching one of those 30 for 30s on ESPN about him. And one of the things that stood out to me so much was that they were talking to like his old high school football coach or something like that. And basically they were saying that whenever he was in the weight room, he wouldn't be doing the typical things that, you know, the other guys would be doing, the power cleans, the, you know, bench presses, whatever. He was strong enough already. So all he did was basically neck exercises to make his neck stronger that guy was good enough on the field with just the normal skills practice that he didn't need to lift weights or anything like that to improve now if you don't lift any weights and you you just do like basic skill training you're not going to look like him it's not going to happen that is a genetic freak if you do the skills training like yeah you'll probably have some more agility and that's not going to be a bad thing But I would still argue there's a need for at least some weight training to help strengthen your bones, build some strength in different ranges of motion, and that kind of stuff. So that's one end of the spectrum where it's just a genetic freak. And if you train like him, I mean, you're not going to look like him. It's going to be different results. And on the flip side, I'll look at someone like LeBron James, who obviously, very gifted athlete, definitely a genetic freak as well. So he's got a few things going for him, but we look at the way he trains and it's very specific to what he needs to do. I don't know if you know this, but he's a professional basketball player. So he plays basketball professionally. So anything he does should be to help with professional basketball. So I, for example, there are videos of him uh, doing quarter squats, like not full range of motion, but he would just, you know, put a slight bend in his knees. And for most people, that's the wrong way to be doing it because you're not getting a full range of motion, which for the vast majority of people learning to control and stabilize in a squat all the way to at least 90 degrees or lower is going to be the best thing for them. But for someone like LeBron, who, again, is a professional basketball player looking to maintain and grow his skill in basketball, a quarter squat is all he needs because how often on a basketball court... When he jumps, is he going to go down in a full squat and jump up? Hardly ever, if ever. Like, you could probably comb through all his highlights and never see that happen once. So, in that situation, yeah, a quarter squat's great. LeBron's not concerned about the way he looks, though. He's concerned about how he performs. So, that is basically the biggest thing here, is we got to separate performance and actual aesthetics here because that seems to be what most people get confused about is it doesn't matter how much effort I do, how much effort I put into the gym, how much I can quarter squat. I'm a 6'2 white guy. LeBron James is a 6'10 black guy with great genetics. I'm never gonna look like that. Now, I can take some of the stuff uh, that he does in training Like, for example, um, he does a lot of mobility stuff. That's fantastic. That's great. Like, do that stuff. You know, work on the skill side of things. But if you're doing everything he is and expecting to look like him, that's not going to happen. He looks like that in spite of what he does, not because of what he does. Most athletes are overtrained and are just constantly stressing out their body. That's why, I mean, look at it. Most football players, their average lifespan is what, like 55 or something like that? (laughs) Like how, are most people, I mean, that's 20 years less than the average individual or more. But it's because of what they do to their body. Because, you know, they look good when they do it. Like they look good on the field, but it takes a toll on your body. So that's the main thing here. Like if you're training like them, one, you're not gonna look like them But two, you're probably going to end up hurting yourself because at the end of the day, they aren't, they aren't the pinnacle of health. They are the pinnacle of performance. But in terms of health, most of these guys, they're, they're not, there's a reason they have such short careers relative to their lifespan. Like the average length of a football player's career is something like three to five years. Three years. So basically you're playing your entire life from when you're a kid to just be able to play for those three years. And then you're you're beat up, you probably have some CTE after, and all that kind of stuff. So that's it's a completely different thing. Like you, you need to realize that athletics are not necessarily the healthiest thing when it's taken to an extreme. Now and that, that's where the balance comes in. Again, like it, it's good to work on the performance side of things. Work on being able to move in multiple ranges of motion. Like the example of the the you know hitting something in tennis. It's good to be able to do that kind of stuff but to take it to the extreme to take it to the level that a professional would is not the right move because you're going to overtrain you're going to end up injuring yourself in the long run and again you're not going to get the results you're wanting if you're expecting to get giant pecs and a six pack just playing basketball it's not going to happen you know you may lose enough weight to have visible abs but unless you have good genetics you're not just going to have a giant chest because you train like LeBron, he's got a big chest. No, that's genetics. You can improve to get better at basketball, but again, you're never gonna look like LeBron James. You're never gonna look like one of those professional athletes. So don't try to using that method. Now, if you do bodybuilding, if you do strength training, like yeah, you can build a similar physique to some of those guys potentially. But again, it, it, it will impact the performance too. Like if you're, if you're training like a bodybuilder, and you're just training in that single range of motion. As soon as you have to, you know, go off to the side or, or twist or do something different than those single ranges of motion, you're gonna hurt yourself because you're not you don't have strength and mobility in those other planes of motion. So I, I feel like a broken record here, but I want to you know take this point home. It is great to train to be able to perform better, to perform more athletic endeavors, athletic feats, but to expect that to get you the same aesthetics the same muscle development as as a genetic freak that's an athlete like you're you're looking in the wrong place that's where if you want that kind of look focus more on strength training like bodybuilding or even just you know some some functional type stuff but again understand that the the performance work the athletes do and the way they look do not fall hand in hand so don't fall into that trap Train for what's best for you. And if you want to focus on performance, just understand the aesthetics may not follow all the time. And if you want to focus on aesthetics, you may need to do some extra work for performance. So that's all I have for you guys today. It's important to train like an athlete at times, but don't expect to look like one just because you do. So thanks again, everyone. This has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil. Until next time, have a good one.